Chapter 1. Current Day, December 10th, Boston, Massachusetts, USA. Me dad was no choir boy, but he never did what they said, never. Thomas Martin reached up from the bed and gave his daughter's arm an urgent tug. You've got to convince them, pet. Tell them, all right? What was up with him tonight? Shush, dad. It's okay. Rest now, pet. Although it was better suited to his family roots in working-class London, rather than his own birthplace an ocean away in Massachusetts General Hospital, Dad's use of slang was comforting and familiar. He'd often use pet or love, or repeat phrases learned at the knees of his mum and dad. Because they'd all shared this house, so did she— Her grandparents strove to keep their British traditions intact, even as they embraced life in America. This gave her father, then Louise herself, strong ties not only to the past, but also to a country neither of them had ever set foot in. Why Giles and Evelyn Martin never returned to London in seventy years always remained a mystery to her. She asked them once as a teenager— Her gran and grandy met one another's gaze, and Louise saw sadness reflected there. Then grandy turned gruff. Don't be a nosy Parker girl. What's past is past. As usual, she obeyed without question. With both of her grandparents gone now and her father too ill to discuss something that's obviously distressed him, she would never know the answer. Louise patted her father's trembling hand and lifted it between her fingers. She pumped a dab of peppermint lotion from the table dispenser and smoothed it onto his paper-thin skin, careful to avoid his IV catheter in one arm and the blood pressure cuff on the other. How's that, then? You smell like a candy cane right in time for the holidays. She hoped her touch would soothe his unusual anxiety. He offered a weak smile. Not candy cane. My mum's mint humbug sweets. Thank you, Heavenly Father. Her attempt to redirect his focus worked. She'd often prayed these last months. While God's answers had been a combination of yes, no, and not yet, Louise was confident he cared about not only the big things, but also the day-to-day struggles of his children. If only her own uncertain future was something the Lord had chosen to clarify. She continued to stroke his skin with a light touch. Bruises from repeated blood draws ran along his thin arms— She'd always been in awe of his agility and strength. He was not only mother and father, but her hero, too. His sure-footed steps on a commercial roof were as nimble as a cat's. Tom Martin could carry heavy rolls of tar paper or bundles of shingles on his shoulders while climbing a steep ladder, without even a hitch in his breath. Yet he'd never shied away from drinking those imaginary cups of Darjeeling at her playroom tea parties. "'Shall I be mother?' Louise would hold up the child-sized brown Betty pot and ask the common British equivalent of who would pour tea for company. Yes, pet, no milk, one sugar, he'd say, brown eyes twinkling, his huge calloused fingers engulfing a teacup and saucer more suited to toddler hands. Father and daughter still shared similar eye color and the same black hair, but the brilliance of his eyes faded with every sunset. She never imagined age and illness could steal away all traces of that powerful man. Yet they had. And now something was troubling him, something that turned his placid nature into focused worry. Louise moved his arm back under the blanket. He was quieter now, his eyes closed. 
It had been ages since she had a moment to herself or traveled further than a few train stops away on the metro line. Her lifelong wanderlust and dreams of visiting the Great Pyramids in Egypt or the Terracotta Army in China had been tucked away. They were stored unopened in mental files of to-do lists and responsibilities that on some days weighed heavier than the marble debris surrounding the Parthenon. She returned to the bedside chair where she was basting a collar to a baby's green velvet dress. Her hand-embroidered tiny holly leaves and berries were a work of art, if a bit wee, as Gran would say.